space station, UK. Ready for the PlayStation Show UK. Episode 340 of the PlayStation Show UK. I am Zona Ripper. With me, here comes Spot. Hello. You alright? Yep. Um, I've got a little gift for you. It's not really oh. a gift. Oh. But you, oh, I was excited for it. Yeah, sorry, I kind of over, over-egged it a little bit. So it's um, not a gift, what is it? It's, um, I suppose it's good news for you, really, actually. Hmm. So it's the gift of good news. That's what. Well, I mean, I'll I'll be the judge of that. But okay. sure, hit me with it. Uh, we've got no crook with us tonight. Yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, oh. They couldn't make it. Yeah, no. Oh. Well, that's a terrible shame. Yeah. And uh, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is that is good news. Uh, it, w- it would be even better news if you told me he hasn't sent an email. Oh. I mean, we could delete it. Nobody knows it's there. What, what, what's there? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Talk, cool. Excellent. Who are, you talking, who are you talking about? No idea. No. Fair enough. Um, but you're right. I guess. Good. No, no COVID or syphilis or gonorrhea? No. Somebody did ask me if I had COVID earlier today. Oh. Why? Was you coughing? Uh, no, because I was online during the day. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I'm not at work. Damn. We just didn't go in. Uh, yeah, I just thought, fuck it. I'll just play PlayStation oh. instead. Yeah, stay at home, play Gems of War. Yeah, I thought right. this, this work is seriously getting in the way of my trophy hunting. It does, you're right. There should be, like, trophy leave. You should be able to just take some time for trophy collecting. Well, that's what I've done. Well, there you go. I mean, so sound. You have to play masses then. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So no crook, but we do have D Sonics. Hello. You alright? I'm alright, mate. Good. Good. Um. Yeah. No crook. So. Yeah. If you're not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I normally do it like he's not here anyway, so... Yeah, yeah, he has been on the last few shows. I don't know if you noticed or not. <laughs> um, and, of course, we have the Big Don. Yo, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Did you say no crook? No crook, yeah. Ah, I can't remember what it was. it his anniversary? He did say he wasn't going to be on, didn't he? I can't remember what it was for. Um... He, wasn't he going to Legoland or something? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was oh, going to Legoland. Didn't even for his anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? He's not is, even he married to, is he married to Dave or Don or something? <laughs> Shocking. To, to I, hope you, I hope it's closed. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Mind you, the weather wasn't bad today, so he might have had decent weather up there. Yeah. Um... 
Yeah. Uh, well, uh, what's Crook? Oh, we can't say what Crook's been up to. Yeah. Um, what you been up to, D Sonics? Um, working on lots. So I've not really been out and about doing anything. Um, and the weather's only really started getting nicer again now. The the times have changed. It's a bit lighter at night, so I've taken to taking the dog out a bit more often now again. Because I'll be honest, winter was a shit this year. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. It's raining and cold all the time. Um, but I have watched a few films. Ooh. Um, I don't know which order to do them in. Uh, the order you watched them. Actually, From we'll do the it. Worst we'll do it, best. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll do it in the order that I remember because I can't remember the second one. <laughs> Stackers to Pringles order. <laughs> Uh, what what start with the best first? <laughs> um, no, uh, obviously I I have Apple TV. I've watched a few things on there. Um, I watched uh, is it Finch? I think it's called Finch. Yeah, with Tom Hanks. Uh, that was really good. Um, he's in, or... It's a film. Huh. Um, it's sort of like I don't know if you watch this. I yeah, feel I like it, yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like somebody else has talked about this before. But obviously, it's a post-apocalyptic world, but I think it's oh, like yeah. solar flares. Yeah, have have burnt away the ozone, so we can't really go out in the sun without dying. Um, it kind of shows a clip of him putting his hand in the sun for like thirty seconds, and it starts burning the fucking shit out of him. Um, ginger people have that problem anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but he, he he's a very clever man. Feeling he was still at work when this happened, because um, he seems to be living in his work, which is in the the basement of the building somewhere where they they make all the new stuff. Um, and he's uh, yeah, he's a very clever man. Um, he's got a pet dog. And he's got a sort of robot dog that he takes with him. Um, he's got a robot dog. Yeah. Um, but obviously, he met the the little dog when it was just a puppy. Uh, rescued it from something. I can't remember what. I can't remember how we met the dog. But he met him when he was a little puppy, and he's been with him ever since. Um, and it's basically the only family he's got. Um, and he builds a robot, human-sized robot. To actually talks and stuff um, so that when he dies, he's programmed it to look after the dog after he dies. Um, and it's basically their little journey for going from where are they? In St. Louis or something? Um, oh, yeah. And they're going over to uh, where's the Bay Bridge? San Francisco, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they're going there to go see the bridge. Um, so yeah, it's just... Uh, their little adventure, but obviously there's other humans that are just dickheads uh, that they kind of... But they don't really come across them face-to-face. I think the most you ever see of anybody else is them being sort of followed in a car, um, which they, they managed to lose. But it's, uh, it's it's got some comedy in it. It's quite funny um, because the robot is basically just like a newborn baby. Um and it's just asking like a million and one fucking questions all the time. And so like he, he's trying to teach it stuff. And he's like, copy me exactly. But then it'll keep copying him exactly until he says to fucking stop. 
And it's quite funny because like he'll turn to point at something and it'll turn away from him, fucking point at something and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that was quite good. Um, but yeah, uh, again, Apple TV, I think this week, last week, beginning of last week, uh, or end of last week, uh, Tetris came out, mm. uh, which was very good. Uh, sort of telling the the history of how the game came to the masses of the world. Because um, at the time, the Russians didn't really like sharing stuff. Um, and I think it says in the film, like... I don't think they do now. No, they don't now, to be honest. Um, but they did. Like, if somebody invented something like this, so the guy who made Tetris, he couldn't then sell it to a, an American company and make money from it. Um, it was owned by the company that he worked for. Um, and it, all the money would go to the Russian government and all this stuff. And it was just a load of fucking bollocks. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's the story of that. And I mean, Tetris has been around forever. Um, there's not many people who haven't played Tetris in one form or another. Um, so, yeah, and it's, it's got little bits where it cuts to sort of pixel art stuff, but not too much. Sort of like in cutscenes where um, they're being chased, and it'll show like an overhead view of them in pixel cars dodging round other cars and stuff. Um, yeah, it's quite good actually. It was it was quite enjoyable. Um, I think majority of us here would know the sort of story behind Tetris and how it got over here, um, but I know Michelle found it a lot a lot more interesting because she definitely. She's played Tetris. Even she's played Tetris before she met me. Um, but she didn't have a clue of how it came to be. Um, but yeah, and it's it never really got boring either. Um, so it's a bit more action-oriented than it probably actually was in real life, but it, it's a, it made it a more enjoyable film. Um, I can't for the life of me remember the fucking other film I watched. Uh... Was about. My, I can't remember. This is my problem. I'm gonna have to start <laughs> writing this shit down. I'm fucking losing my fucking memory of age. Um, I am genuinely gonna have to write stuff down. Move on to the next person. If it comes to me, I'll just interrupt. Hopefully, it'll be when Bod's talking. Um, <laughs> okay. On that note, Bod, what you been up to? You don't want to give him more time to remember, no? <laughs> no. Uh, right. Well. Um. As it was a film I'd requested from Blockbuster and everyone else ended up watching it first, I thought I'd better watch Missing, yeah. uh, uh, which I enjoyed. Uh, I don't think it was quite as good as Searching, but eh, it was all right. There were some twists. Uh, I even referenced Searching <laughs> in a weird sort of meta kind of way. She's kind of watching a documentary at the beginning, like, like what seems like a de- like a, one of these real life Netflix documentaries, uh, where they actually say that oh John Cho was playing the uh, <laughs> the guy from the first film, which he was, which is a bit odd, but uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It was uh, it was alright. Um, also from our local blockbuster, uh, I watched Champions. Oh, I haven't got around to it yet. Uh, this is um, Woody Harrelson. Um, he plays a sort of basketball coach that ends up um, in a car accident. He crashes into a police, a parked police car, um, 
and then to avoid going to jail, he ends up doing community service, uh, teaching basketball to uh, kids with learning difficulties. Um, it's directed by Bobby Farrelly, um, as most people know of the Farrelly brothers, um, who did Dumb and Dumber and various other um, of these uh, sort of fairly outrageous comedies. Um, this one's uh, <laughs> a lot less outrageous, I would say. It's a lot more sort of straightforward. <laughs> um, not so much with the gross out sort of stuff, um, but still very enjoyable. Uh, Woody Harrelson's always always watchable. Do you think that's because you can't necessarily get away with as much now? Yeah. Uh, to an extent, probably. Um, but I mean, the Farrelly brothers have done films with um, people with learning with learning difficulties and and sort of. Uh, sort of disabled actors and stuff in the past, but they, I, th I think they've always treated them quite well. Um, I think they they won sort of some sort of award for actually including these people in their films. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's quite well done with the you know the way they treat um, these actors and the characters. They're not treated like you know like idiots. Um, they are sort of treated like real people, so. Uh, um, but it's it's also a pretty funny film as well. So, uh, yeah, I would recommend that one. Um, uh, it's it's weird how you, there's all these new sort of TV programs and stuff, um, but then I just decide to watch old stuff. You get something that pops into your head. You go, oh, I remember watching this thing ages ago, and I really enjoyed it. I wonder if I can watch it now. <laughs> uh, and then you find it. Um, so I've been watching Hustle from uh, on BBC iPlayer, which was this old. It's not. It's not that old. It was from the from the noughties, uh, This old BBC series um, about a group of con artists. Um, it's it's a little bit cheesy, um, but it's it was always quite fun. There's a lot of sort of nods to the. They sort of kind of break the fourth wall quite a lot. They sort of quite often do winks to the camera, and sometimes sometimes the whole scene will sort of stop, and then they'll start addressing the the the, the camera and sort of guiding you through what's going on and stuff. Um, and there was quite often sort of a twist. Oh, hold on, we've got our series mixed up. Because I thought when you talked about that in the uh, in the group, you were talking about the real hustle. Uh they used to do show like cons and that and how people get away with things and that yeah so the so the real hustle was kind of it was kind of a spin off from the hustle um it was made by the same production company uh <laughs> but yeah that that was a that was kind of a, a factual thing where they had three sort of yeah. real con artists showing how they did these things so to sort of stop you getting caught out by them but no this this was a drama <laughs> Well, it's kind yeah, of a watched it, but uh, yeah, but yeah, this is uh, hustle was a comedy drama, and uh, uh, yeah, uh, I, it's good fun. <laughs> but I've been watching that. Um, Taskmaster is back on. <laughs> oh, uh, I've watched the first episode of that. Love it as always. 
I think it's my favourite show on TV. Ever? Uh, oh, I don't know about ever. <laughs> certainly at the moment. <laughs> certainly in the last few years. Uh, certainly comedy-wise, anyway. Um, I mean, it is just basically them mucking about. But uh... that, What I like, compared to obviously other comedy quiz shows, is it's fucking different every fucking time. You don't know what shit he's going to have them doing. <laughs> Oh and yeah, it's, and it's just the comedy that comes from that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whether they whether they do it, really. Yeah, I mean, I know they've committed for another ten series, is it, or something like that? Mm, I think five or six. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's still more to come. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's, I, I do wonder sometimes how they come up with the ideas. You get the feeling that eventually they'd run out of ideas. But You've been saying this since Series 3. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if their brains sort of work that way, uh, I suppose, you know, they'll always be coming up with some sort of <laughs> some sort of challenges and stuff. But yeah, and as long as they've got people that want to do it... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that's always good. Um, I left the house a few times as well the last couple of weeks. Right. Yeah, yeah. You will. Don't do it. Uh, well, I've already done it. Well, don't do it again. Okay, sorry. Um, so I went to the cinema uh, and watched Dungeons and Dragons by yourself. Uh, no, I went with people himself. <laughs> it's, it's what he calls his right hand uh, well I mean I had to give it a personality make it yeah. seem like someone else was doing it yeah. Um, but yeah so I went and saw Dungeons and Dragons uh, Honor Among Thieves I think is the subtitle um, and it is very good and yeah, um, highly rated yeah uh, I like uh, I I liked it a lot. Um, it is, I mean, there's, I mean, it's very well cast. Um, it's Chris Pine, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, um, and Hugh Grant. Um, and yeah, the casting's pretty much spot on. Um, the action scenes are great, uh, and there is a lot of comedy as well. And as I've said before, I love films that don't take themselves seriously. Uh, and this is one of those. So there's consistently uh, sort of good comedy running through it as well, uh, and a lot of references to Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I mean, I have a sort of a passing knowledge of it. I don't have, you know, sort of expert knowledge on the subject. Um, but there were references that I got. Um, And there is also a reference to the old 80s cartoon series of Dungeons and Dragons as well. Brilliant. But the um, Dungeon Master and all them. And you I can't think. Yeah, you, what was the fucking bad guy's name? I can't fucking remember. The, the, the bad guy was Venger. That's it. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember Venger, but um, the, all the all the kids from the uh, the cartoon uh, make a very swift appearance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so the people I went with are 
people i work with uh there were three other guys i uh, i work with them they're a lot younger than me um and they didn't have so, a fucking clue yeah yeah so they didn't get it at all <laughs> and i had to i had to show them pictures afterwards <laughs> of the old uh yeah of the old series but uh, uh but yeah lo- lots of little nods to sort of done uh, like the, the game and the the whole mythology behind it um but yeah really enjoyed it so uh i definitely recommend that um and i've seen two comedians what? in the last couple of weeks yeah oh yeah i saw you went this uh i saw jack whitehall hmm. uh he was very good um uh, so I've seen him on TV. I've not seen any sort of stand-up of his, um, but I have seen him on TV, and always thought he was quite funny. Um, so I wasn't entirely sure how how good his stand-up was going to be, um, and it was also listed as a warm-up show as well. Um, but you wouldn't have noticed. Um, I've been to some warm-up shows and work in progress where they had like a little piece of paper which they might refer to to sort of remind themselves what they're doing and stuff. Um, and they might make notes and stuff as to what works and what doesn't, but he did none of that. I mean, he performed it like it was, you know, a fully fledged show and it was, uh, it was very funny. Um, so yeah, he was really good. Um, and I went and saw Tom Allen. Oh, uh, who again is very funny. Uh, I've seen him before. So I know he's good. Uh, uh, so yeah. So if you like stand-up comedians, I would recommend both of those. Who is this? Right, I, I, fuck it. I have no idea who the second guy is, dude. <laughs> bald, Tom, Tom, Tom Allen is a bald um, gay comedian. He's quite. quite a, I say quite often. He always wears a suit. <laughs> um. And he presents um, the Apprentice. You're fired, sort of uh, the after okay. the after show when they've when they've been fired. He's he presents that. Right, okay. Do you know who Jack Whitehall is? Yes, I know who that yes. is. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'd never heard the the other guy's name before, and I was like, who? Yeah, he's he's not he's not been around that long. So, well, I mean, he's been around a while, but he's only got sort of quite famous fairly recently in the last few years i'd say mm. uh but yeah he's a very funny guy uh and that is what i've been doing the last two weeks fine too much bod yeah sorry about a little bit too much um okay um <laughs> it's isn't it yes but just before, I, I remembered the other film. It was Cocaine Bear. Bod spoke about oh. it, so I don't. I don't think I need to add much more. I I didn't speak about it. I haven't seen it yet. I thought you had. <laughs> no. I, I saw. I saw it. Oh, there you go. Zonal saw it. I knew somebody had spoken about it. Oh, I, I've I've got it. I just haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Why not? It's so good. Yeah. Well, it's not so good, but it's good. It, yeah, it's it's one of them. It's so, it's so bad. It's good. Um, I'm just glad the bear isn't really shitty CGI because that would have ruined it. It's actually not. It's passable. Yeah. <laughs> passable. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I yeah haven't been anywhere 
try not to leave the house, so uh don't think I've left the house. Uh oh uh, well, it don't really count as doing anything, but I did go up and pick up my getting old, but my son's car. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> um I mean you can't drive yet, but yeah, hopefully soon we'll get a cancellation they might be able to drive. But um yeah, who, we who, found a who who paid for said car? He did. Really? Yep. Yeah. And second second hand cars aren't cheap at the moment, for whatever reason. They're just ridiculously priced. Because um, I'm, I'm even seeing like 2002 four Fiestas like for four grand. It's like fuck off. <laughs> 2002, like 20 years old, 150,000 miles, and you want four yeah, grand for it. That does seem a bit ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. 20 year old car. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, even the one he's got is a 2011. Um, so it's still twelve years old, but anyway, it's good enough for a first car. But anyway, yeah, had to go and pick that up. So that's the only time I've been out. It's not quite as good as your first car, was it? Ferrari, wasn't it? Um, Rolls Royce, wasn't it? Oh, Rolls Royce. Yeah, I mean, I don't really count that because I was just being driven, you know, mm. round in the in the Rolls Royce or the or the Bentley, whichever I decided. Um, but the first car I'd driven, obviously, yeah, it was it was a Ferrari. You're right. It was just <laughs> it clapped out. Mm. You know, one point five million Ferrari. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I can't remember what my first car was. <laughs> it's something crap. I think it was a Corsa, actually. I could tell you what my first car and my last car was. You've had the same car every fucking time. <laughs> Nissan Almira. Yeah, but I've only, had two. I've only had two of them. <laughs> That's true. Are you going to stick with Nissan Almiras? They're still making them, aren't they? I've no, no idea. they're not, actually. A what? <laughs> oh, Jesus. So I've got to make sure this one never dies. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, Which could be difficult the way I drive it. Jesus. When you go crashing into the corners around from your work, that's, <laughs> yes. that doesn't help. It wasn't my fault, god damn it. <laughs> uh anyway, so yeah, I've I've watched a few things. Um started watching uh TV series, it's on Amazon, um The Peripheral. If anyone's seen it on there or it's on my list and I keep meaning to do it, but I've not got around to it. Right, okay. Uh so we made a start on that. It's something called I saw ages ago, and I thought, yeah, actually, that looks quite interesting. It's got that Chloe Grace Moretz in it. Moretz? Moretz? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, um, Dora the Explorer, won't she? Dora the Explorer. Yeah. She's probably the best one to <laughs> recognise her from, but, yeah, she was. Okay, I think. fair enough. Um, and, yeah, I, whenever I saw the, the trailers for it, I thought that looks quite interesting. So, that, I mean, the concept of it is that from what I, from what you can tell from the beginning is that she used to be a big gamer um playing in virtual reality um but it kind of got to a point where she was gambling too much and she she, she gave it up so she's trying to live a, a normal life but she's got this kind of brother i don't know if he technically is a brother but who still games quite a bit and tries to get her involved every now and then because he can't get past a certain level or can't so she takes over and she just naturally is good at it 
anyway, the, the story goes down where the they receive this new VR headset, which instead of having glasses, it sort of plugs into the sort of brain. It uses um, sensors on the head to kind of... Um, so they start playing that, and she gets involved with that because she's like, oh, it's really you know, realistic. It feel, you can feel everything because all the senses you can feel. Um, and then, I, I mean, I won't go much further, but it, it, you end up finding out actually it's not VR, it's actually happening. And what the, when you put the VR headset in, you're jumping into a body of someone. And then it goes well, from there. A bit like Gamer. A little bit, yes. Actually, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a bit more to it. And I, yeah, I mean, if you plan on watching it, I won't say too much. I mean, I haven't finished watching it either, but um, there's a few sort of things that come out of it. Like, oh, okay. That, yeah, that's pretty cool. And, and there's, outside of the VR, there's also action as well, because there's people trying to hunt her down because of what she's doing. Um, but obviously at the time when she starts doing it, she doesn't realise the effect it's having because she just thinks it's VR. And then it starts to come to life that actually you're doing more than you than you think so it's pretty good uh, i'm enjoying it so far i think i'm about five episodes in and i think there's only about six or seven so um but yeah it's definitely a good one to watch um i have a tv wise uh, a few a few more episodes of bel-air um still still good although it doesn't seem to be a huge amount happening but i'm still enjoying it um and Yes, Taskmaster. I watched the recent Taskmaster. Yeah, it's brilliant. And yeah, that's it for TV. And then a few films. <coughs> so I've watched. I'll start with the not so AAA, but no AAA title, Bank of Dave. Um, Bank of Dave is a film about. Uh, I can't remember his full name. Advertise. I haven't watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's what was his what's his real name? I'm trying to find his real name. Um, Morgantown, wasn't it, or something? Yeah, Burnley. Um, anyway, so it's obviously his name. His real name is Dave, but I don't I can't remember his last name. But anyway, he he he's a businessman working in Burnley. He owns a sort of um, minibus firm or coaches, whatever it is, um, and he's doing pretty well for himself. But he. he He's he's a very giving guy. He, he likes to help people. So the local people, and this is all a true story. True story. So the people local to him, he likes to help them out. So if they if they need a loan because the bank won't give them one, he'll give them a loan, and they and they always pay it back. And that no, and that goes on until it gets to a certain point where he thinks, why don't I do this officially? Why don't I create my own bank? And it soon becomes obvious that you know, the banking federation they they haven't allowed a new bank for like 150 years something like that they haven't ab- approved a new bank so he tries to go for all the jumping for all these hoops and he hires um solicitors to try and at least sort of either get a bank but if they don't get a bank if they turn him down they want a public reason as to why just to kind of you know show that the banking system was broken and that, that they weren't allowing anyone in if you weren't in the group kind of thing. Anyway, it's, it's, it's a kind of light-hearted story about this bloke um, and how, you know, where he gets to. I mean, it's, you could look at our spoilers, but it, he does have a bank in Burnley. Um, although it's, you know, 
there's there's things about it. Um, I mean, it was it was a good, it was an enjoyable watch. It's one of those things that I, I looked at afterwards, like to see how much of the story was true, and how much actually happened. And you you end up finding that, that half the stuff didn't even happen. So it's kind of a little bit disappointing afterwards that. But this is still it was still a good watch. A bit like cocaine bear. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but you got to remember they do that with a lot of films to sort of yeah. make them up. I don't know if you've seen uh, the film about Eddie the Eagle. Mm. Yeah, um, but it's like most a lot of that wasn't true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I probably should look it up afterwards. That's the problem. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. like because especially if you've enjoyed the film. I mean, I don't know if you, you guys plan on watching Bank of Dave because it, it it's on Netflix, isn't it? It is on Netflix, yeah. yeah. There's there's a big part of that where he needs to raise some money, and in the film he you know, puts on a concert where he has Def Leppard playing, and then you find out afterwards that none of that happened. It's like, oh, well, that was quite a big turning point in the film of him mm. raising the money to be able to get the Bank of Dave. But so he's like, oh, okay, well, that didn't happen then. So anyway, it's it's still a good watch. I think it's still quite highly rated on um, IMDb if you're interested in ratings, but. Yeah, it's it's a good watch. Um, so the other two films. So uh, I also watched Tetris. Um, thoroughly enjoyed that. I'm guessing most of that like didn't happen, like we said, yeah. <laughs> um, in the way that it shows it. Because you know, I, I get that they obviously dra- dramatize things, but I I'd like to think they take some of the uh, tense moments that might have just been tense because oh we've we've got to get out of this building and get to the airport as soon as possible into a car chase now that probably didn't happen the car chase but however there was probably an urgency of having to get out of the country as soon as possible um but yeah i mean it was i, I thoroughly enjoyed it watched it with the missus she uh, she fond of tetris anyway she one one of the She's not a big gamer, but she obviously when she was growing up, she used to play Tetris. Um, I did know some of the story, but maybe not all of it. So some of it was still kind of oh shit, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, that's like, how much you know. Obviously, the licensing swapped hands. No one really had it. They tried to sell it to Sega and all of that. It's like shit. I didn't actually know all any of that. I just I knew it was a pain in the ass to get out of Russia. Um, but yeah, definitely worth a watch. It's a very good film. Um, lots of Russian speaking in it, obviously. Um, so you brush up on your Russian or, or, or watch the subtitles. I mean, that's up to you, but, um, and the last film I watched is Avatar, the way of water. Um, all three hours and whatever minutes of it, three hours, 12 minutes. Um, I was a bit sceptical going into it. I mean, I loved the first Avatar, and then I was like, I'm not sure if they needed to do this one. I'm not sure if I want to see another Avatar. I had fond memories of the first one. That was enough for me. But we watched it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, thankfully. I don't think it needed to be three hours and 12 minutes. There's a large section in the middle that probably is about an hour to an hour and a half long that I think could have been shorter. Um, not that, not to say that it dragged out, but I think you know, if it was another film, they would have just cut that bit a little bit, if you know what I mean. So something happens, they show that thing happening maybe a few months later, and then moves on with the film. Um, they sort of dragged it out for an hour, but 
anyway, I mean, it was still very good. Looks amazing if you, you know, if you're going to watch it in 4K HDR, or whatever. Um, it looks amazing. Um, and obviously, it changes slightly. Obviously, they're they're in the jungle at the start, and it now turns to sort of watery. Hence, obviously, the way of water. Um, so you've got some sort of underwater scenes with which are amazing. So he's done a good job again of you know, making something that's got the wow factor, I suppose. And and yeah, I think if you did enjoy the first one, I think you you will enjoy this one. And it's got it you no, know, it literally kind of almost carries on from the first one, just a few months later, kind of thing. So I'll say a few months, maybe a bit longer than that, but uh, but yeah, it's worth a watch. Um, but that's it. That's me. Uh, oh, me. Um, yeah, you. <laughs> sorry, uh, yeah. Um, I've actually watched a fair amount. I cut, uh, three of the films that I've watched, um, I've already seen and they've been out for a fair time, so no worries or spoilers and things. But, uh, two of them were completely like, you know, like when you're not quite ready to go to bed and you chuck the TV on and, there's a film you've seen before and then you think, oh, I'll watch this for five minutes and you end up watching the whole thing. Uh, that was two of the films, which was um, Pretty Woman. <laughs> um, but to be fair, I mean, that's a classic film anyway, but I haven't actually seen that in years. I, I forgot quite a bit of it. Well, not forgot, but need a reminding. And the other one was um, Spider-Man um, No Way Home, okay. uh, which is a great film anyway. Um and the uh, oh, and uh, another film that I've seen before as well, um, but I like it because um, it's got my absolute um, number one who would be on my list if you know what I mean type thing. And the wife <laughs> is fully aware. It's got Mila Kunis in it. It's um, the Spy Who Dumped Me, um, which is a fun comedy. Um, it's not going to win any awards, I don't think, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's fun. Um, then from my uh, local blockbuster, I requested a film called uh, Tyson's Run, not Tyler's Run or whatever I broke instead, um, and watch that. And it's, again, it's another film that's sort of um, loosely based on uh, a true story. Um, I didn't actually look at, I didn't do what Zainal did and look up afterwards um the the kid but and um, the wife did um but she didn't really give me any info she said oh i looked it up i was like all right and that was the whole conversation <laughs> but, <laughs> but um it's um it's it's tough to it's kind of like forrest gump but not um it's this kid that um his dad is a uh, football coach who had an injury at some point and he was going to be a big star and ended up being a football coach instead type thing. And his son is um, um, uh, mentally handicapped um, or autistic. Um, that's what he is. He's a high function, uh, like high functioning autistic type thing, but he'd been homeschooled all his life. And he sort of turns around and says, um, because he, he comes across a algebraic problem that his mum can't help him with. And he's like, oh, can I go to school so that they can sort of help me and teach me and things? And then I can go to school where dad is and all this. 
And whilst he's watching his dad coach the football team, there's uh, a runner that starts running around. And um, he sort of jogs alongside him or runs alongside him. And it's about him sort of training to do this local town marathon and like the the politics that are going on with that and the, the town mayor doesn't want him to do it and things. It's, it's it, I really enjoyed it and, and the wife really enjoyed it. Um, if you liked like films like Forrest Gump, you'll definitely like it. However, I would say it's sort of a, a step up from a TV film, but not quite cinema worth, if that makes any sense. It's sort of in between. Um, but I really, really genu- genuinely enjoyed that. I would recommend giving that a watch. Um, I, I watched a series on Netflix. I don't think I mentioned it last show, or I might have done. I'm not sure. But um, I don't know if you've seen it on there called Win the Wilderness, which I actually believe it was a BBC series to start with. Um, where this guy uh, and his wife are giving up their homestead in Alaska that's literally in the middle of nowhere. And these six fresh teams compete to win it type thing um, in varying uh, tasks of survival and things. Um, and, and it's really good. It's really fun, um, quite light. Um, however... Um, I would say watch it and then look up the the, the winning couple afterwards because it it hasn't happened how it should happen. Um, but yeah, I don't really want to spoil it. Watch the series first and then uh, then then look up what happened afterwards. Um, but yeah, uh, it's quite a good, cool little series. Um, we the wife and I um, we wanted to watch. Uh, there's a series on BBC at the moment called Race Across the World. Uh, where well, they have to go from one side of Canada to the other. Um, Not really the world, then, is it? Well, yeah. Um, well, we wanted to, wanted to watch that, but it's only just started, and we haven't seen any. This is the third season, so we we downloaded the first two seasons, um, and we've watched the uh, the first season, which is actually from London to Singapore. Um, again, another reality show, but they basically have to get from London to Singapore, funny enough. Uh, they've got set checkpoints which they don't know where they are until they hit each checkpoint but they can only they're not allowed to fly and they only have the money uh equivalent of what an airfare would be to that that location um so they might have to do a bit of work along the way and things um again another fun series to watch um again i've watched the the it's only been one episode doesn't it bob but i've watched the first episode of taskmaster um, which is always good fun. Um, and for some reason, I've gone on a bit of another space kick on uh, Netflix and their documentaries. So I started it off with uh, 13 Facts That Saved the Apollo 13, um, which was really cool. Uh, Apollo 13, which obviously um, had a film made about it, where it was uh, the famous Houston, we have a problem, and like the 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 the, the rocket ship basically broke and it was about them getting it back and everything and that was really interesting and um yeah that was good um then i watched another documentary about um uh, nasa and this one was on the challenger uh specifically the challenger uh that blew up um and what led to that and everything um <laughs> then i watched um <laughs> apollo astronauts training nasa's men which was how they trained them 
<laughs> I've got two more yet. <laughs> um, I also watched Apollo 17, The Untold Story of the Last Men on the Moon, which was really interesting. Um, it was basically the last men that went to the moon, but they talk about how they, they sort of switched out one of the NASA pilots for a, um, a geologist so that they could actually study the, uh, the moon better and do better experiments and things. Um, and how excited they got to find, um, orange soil. Um, and finally, uh, this one is still space, but it's not NASA. This one was, um, uh, what was it called? It was called Black Holes, The Edge of What We Know, which, again, very, very interesting. Really enjoyed it, but quite heavy. Um, not in a technical sense, because they they sort of describe it very well. But I got a bit, I, I didn't get confused. I just don't understand how it works. <laughs> so, um, you know, a couple of years ago, they released the first picture of a, a black hole. And it's basically all about how they got that picture. Um, and they they used something called the Earth Horizon Telescope, which I'm sure people at least have heard of, um, may not know what it is. But it's actually a, an array of 12 telescopes around the world. And I'm not talking like the, the ones that you get from Argos. These are big fuckers. Um, and they had to get the perfect weather conditions so that they could all like look at the the area of space where this black hole was at the same time so they get all the same data and they can compile it together that part i understand because i, I do a bit of that with my photography with uh, so if you take a picture of the moon and you take lots and lots of pictures of the moon but different focal points on the moon you get a more detailed picture and better quality and all that jazz uh, blah 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 that's basically what they're doing or did do rather however the problem that i've got with it and it's not not a problem in saying that it didn't happen because I, I believe that, you know, man went on the moon and we can do great things and all that. There's stuff in the way. So how do they get a picture of the black hole when there's stuff in the way? You know, there's loads of stars, loads of planets, loads of asteroids. I don't understand. <laughs> and therefore, if, if you could then turn around, because I sort of thought, well, I started thinking about it. And I was like, well, you could turn around and say, well, they've, you know, they've detected radiation leaks from that area so they can you know make a composite from it but then technically that's not a picture of the black hole that's just data but uh, yeah it frustrates me a little bit but um I, I did genuinely find it very interesting um uh, you know if you've got any sort of interest in that sort of stuff you've probably watched it or or, or got it on your list i'm not going to try and make people go and watch it because i don't think it's not necessarily something that you would watch just for the sake of watching it um but that is it i believe um yeah so i actually had quite a bit to talk about zonal did um call that night i think we just, yeah we just wrap it up and then we're done i think well we talked about well i didn't but you guys talked about tetris so we've done gaming as well that's true uh, well, i spoke and the other tv show was vr related so yes yeah, yeah. well they so done uh, maybe we should do some releases, though. Uh, no. Well, I'll do them, but um, I'm afraid they will be very, very disappointing. Yeah, you're just you're just pranking us. Uh, it'll be amazing. 
I'm afraid not. Uh, I've only got two to start with. <laughs> uh, and you may have heard these before. Um, so I've got one supposedly coming out on the 6th, which is uh, Thursday, in two days' time, and that is called Blade Assault. Um, you probably don't remember, but I mentioned this last week because... I had a release date for the something like the thirty first last week, but apparently that's not the case. That maybe has changed or something. But yeah, so oh, that, I mean, you mentioned it. I mentioned that. Uh, so I, was, I, was, I do remember it because I asked if it was to do with Blade. Yes. Yeah. But... So yeah, I'm guessing that didn't come out when I said it was before, uh, and it may not come out this time when I'm saying it. But you know, it might. It's apparently, due for release on the sixth. <laughs> Uh, and then I've got another one and that is due for release on the 14th which is next Friday Uh, and you would have heard of this already as well and it's Cult of the Lamb uh, PS5 disc release disc release for it yep and that's it that's that's all there is (laughs) I've got nothing else wow so there you go I hope you're happy well okay so I've got one game on my list that's coming out on the seventh, that I thought would be a disc release, but anyway, we'll see. Um, okay, digital releases then. Um, well, well, yeah, I haven't got a huge amount. Um, I even start with today. I've got Road ninety six, Mile Zero, um, Creed, Rise to Glory, Champions, oh, Championship Edition. Is that VR game? Uh, meet your maker. That's uh, one, of, one, that's one mm. of the plus games. Uh, okay. Custom. What is it? Oh, it's a co-op strategy, post-apocalyptic. Okay. Fair enough. Um, also, Atari Mania. I'm guessing that's some kind of Atari. Catalog thing. Yes, a wild journey through video game history. Okay. Uh, April the sixth got across the valley. Uh, Curse of the Sea Rats. Uh, Marfusha. Marfusha. Yeah, that do. Uh, Melon Journey. Bittersweet Memories. I don't know what day is. April the 7th. So this is a game I thought you might have a disc release on. EA Sports PGA Tour. Uh, it's not showing up there. Um, well, yeah, it's on one of the lists. But, hmm. I mean, I normally try and match it up with what's on yeah. Shop 2, and it doesn't appear on Shop 2 for some reason. It's being out this month. So, I mean, maybe. Okay. Um, there is also already on the seventh some DLC for Resident Evil Four Remake, the Mercenaries DLC. Is that free for people? Or is there a season pass? I would have thought it would be free. I mean, it's not. It doesn't show up on the. Uh... Hmm. What is the mercenary? It was that like 
co-op or multiplayer or something? Or, um, or was it from a, the from the story of the mercenaries? It would. I don't remember if it was multiplayer or not, but it was like a almost like a challenge mode. Oh, where, you, yeah, okay. where it sort of drops you in sort of a an enclosed area, and you had to maybe like a survival mode, I think. Yeah. But I can't, I can't remember if you, if you could play it no, no, I, yeah. or, or whether you played it alone. I think you played it alone, to be honest. But yeah, I think you, you, yeah, you do. I, I remember they just had, I had, they had one on village as well, a mercenaries mode. I just for some reason completely forgot about it. But yeah, it's when they, you they they set you a challenge and you have to do those objectives within a certain amount of time while you're being attacked by hordes of people so oh yeah that will be free no doubt um okay also april the 7th got the library of babel babel yeah whatever babel probably babel yeah it's a stealth platformer uh april it jumps to april the 12th some DLC for Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, April the 13th. Kill it with fire VR. Okay. Brilliant. Uh, April the 14th. Dexit Eternal Matters. Half of Exile Crucible. And that's it. What a load of shit. Yep. Okay, fair enough. Um, so then, what we've been playing, and who wants to go first? I mean... Uh, D-Sonic uh, Scan. D-Sonic Scan, You want me to go first? Okay. Um... I've been playing some Destiny 2, surprisingly. Um, huh? Eh? Have you? Yeah. <laughs> it's what like you battled. <laughs> <laughs> Valid um, point. No, yeah, it's uh, the, the, they released some of the original Destiny 2 strikes. Um, but they've updated them now. Um, there's the sort of nightfalls over the last couple of weeks. Uh, it was fun to kind of go back and play them um, with the changes they've made. The, the, the other, the second one is actually just today. Um, so I've been playing it a bit tonight uh, just to see what they've done. Um, I think the first one, uh, oh, it's hard to describe. It was the, the arms dealer one with all the cabal and stuff, and you had to carry these silly charges, and they basically just skipped doing the charge bits now, um, and you kind of releasing ally cabal, which are the big hulking enemies in the game. Um, and, but then you still kind of get the bit at the end uh, that was always a, a bit of a mad run around to try and stay alive with very little cover. Um, and they decided to add in fucking ships that just shoot fucking rockets at you now. But thankfully, you can shoot the ships down. Um, but no, yeah, they they were fun to kind of go back and play in a different way, um, keep them a bit fresh, I guess. Um, there's not really Iron Banners back this week, so I'll be doing some PvP, I guess. 
Um, but I think the three of us now have gotten our light level up high enough to kind of start doing some of the harder stuff um, and get some more sort of in-game trophies. Um, I actually did pick up a trophy in this game. Um, for the, They released a set of DLC ages ago um, before I stopped playing, uh, after I stopped playing. Um, which added a few more extra trophies, and I actually picked up one of those, surprisingly, um, for unlocking a, a title that was correspondent to that DLC, I guess, um, which is something that they, they've added in the game, um, where you do certain things and you work towards a title, and then you have that title under your character's name. I, I've gotten a few of them. I don't really care for them, so I haven't put any of them on. Um, I think they're fucking stupid. They don't add anything to the game. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of Destiny 2. Um, and how did we say this one before, Bod? Titchia? Chia. Chia. There you go. I, I played a bit of Chia, which was uh, one of the extra games, wasn't it? Was yeah. It on, was, yeah, it was on PlayStation Plus. Um, technically, um, as in one of our monthly games, um, but it's, it's, it was a new game that was out. Um, has a sort of cartoony kind of reminded me of uh, Wind Waker, uh, Zelda game that was on the GameCube. The sort of cartoony look to it, um, but they've also kind of adopted the new Zelda mechanic of being able to kind of climb anything but with a, a silly stamina bar um i don't know how she climbs some things <laughs> i just like she's fucking spider-man <laughs> um and uh, there is a way of kind of i found very quickly a way of cheesing climbing up really high buildings because she can stand on the smallest of ledges and you just let your stamina regen and then you just carry on climbing um I, I'm very early in the game, uh, I think. Um, I've gotten to the third island. I'm not quite sure. But you start off on a little tiny island with your dad. Um, his friend comes to visit. And then some weird-looking guy with these weird cloth creature things appear and kidnap your dad. Um, and you kind of typical superhero type stuff you kind of unlock her ability of being able to teleport into things and control them um but he gets away uh kidnaps your dad so you're basically on an adventure now to try and get get him back um by going around and helping these other islands sort of chiefs i guess of their tribes and stuff do stuff um but it's not set like old times it's it's modern there's buildings there is little small cities um there's a shit ton of fucking collectibles uh which i'm sure bod will go into um I, i've only just kind of scratched the surface with that stuff um i'm normally one that when i find i see the collectibles on the map i go and get them straight away but there's just that fucking many of them already um I like I, maybe I need to progress the game a little bit more because um, I think there's some underwater um, and I don't have the stamina to hold my breath long enough yet to get down to them. 
Um, but virtually everything is a collectible. Um, but you get little missions to kind of get some of these collectibles. I think one of the first ones was kind of get a few pearls from clams under the water uh, to kind of make stuff. Um, but yeah, I'd like to say I'm just, I'm still very early again. That's as, about as much as I can I can get into. You can get on a raft and kind of go from island to island doing stuff. Um, it's not bad for a free game. I'm I'm glad I didn't pay for it. I don't think I would have paid for it. Um, but I'm I'm enjoying it for what it is. So, um, and that's about it. That's all I played. Other than the usual shit. Zainal. Uh, Mine will be very quick. Um, so since the last show, I have finished and platinumed Dead Space. Have a ding, please, Bod. Ding. Um, yeah, it was it was very good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, replaying it, I because I kind of held back playing it i obviously didn't pre-order it to buy because i wasn't sure if i would enjoy it but i probably for some whatever reason enjoyed it more than what i remember the first time i played it um so yeah it was good playing that i did obviously as mentioned i played it through on impossible using just the plasma cutter and completed that and then i had to do a second playthrough um to get anything that I've missed uh, on a new game plus, um, but also doing the alternative ending, which a quarter of the way in, I realized you only get the alternative ending by picking up the pieces or the shards of the alien rock, whatever it's called. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, so I had to... Marker. Marker, that was it. I had to track back and find those pieces um, to then have to obviously the alternative ending. But yeah, anyway, end up with the platinum at the end, and that game is now on its way to you, Dizonix. So Ooh. you can enjoy it. Yeah, it was. I've, pro- I've, I've probably played the first sort of, I don't know, twenty minutes, get too scared, and not play it for six months, and then carry on. <laughs> scared. That's what. Yeah. I, that's what happened last time. Well, in the opening sequence, where you first see no, I, I, first I, I, <laughs> I got as far. There's there's a big room you go into at the beginning where there's like this big piece of ship or something that's kind of rocking around, and it keeps changing the sort of shadows and the light. And as you're walking through that room, you have to go up this little lift, activate a switch, and then go back down the lift and carry on. And I got into that room, and I was so freaked out with shit jumping out at me and where it was going to come from and dying that I stopped playing it for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one's even worse because you have to turn the lights off. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know I, I know how to play the game a little bit better now, so I'm hoping I'll be a bit better with it this time around. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think they've done a good job. I... I would welcome a Dead Space 2 remake. Not bothered about 3, I don't think. Mm. um, Yeah, that'd be quite good to see, Dead Space 2. But anyway, yeah, done with that one. Um, On the last show, uh, after Crook met talking about it post-Void, I picked it up while the show was going on. So I've played a little bit of that since the last show. Um, It's hectic, um, psychedelic crazy all all of those kind of 
Um, it is a kind of single life thing, so it's rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, you know, over and over again. And you'll get good runs, you'll get you know, runs where you pretty much die straight away. Um, so it's one of those type of games. Um, but it's it, it's I think it's good for maybe half hour, and then the dying gets fairly boring. Um, so, or you, uh, as it seems to be for me, I seem to be getting to the same kind of point, but don't seem to be able to get any further. Um, and I'm guessing, obviously, if I just keep on playing it, I'd, I'd end up sort of learning a bit more on how to get past it. But yeah, you, you only play it in short stints, so that's not going to happen, I don't think. Um, played a little bit of Black for Blood, um, a, a, th- a Thursday night Black for Blood session. Um, yeah, still going. We're just working way through the DLC on uh, the one of the easiest settings. So, just sort of finishing up the DLC stuff before we potentially go back and do it on harder. We'd already started it on the hardest setting or one of the hardest ends. Um, although, I think it is getting close for me being done with that game. I, yeah, I don't know when it's just when it just gets get too brutal. It's kind of it just seems there's no fun in it anymore, so we'll see. But we'll finish off the DLC first. Uh, but mostly since the last show, I've been playing A Plague Tale Innocence, which is the first one, if you're wondering. Um, uh, the, one of the reasons I started playing it is because I wanted another sort of a decent story-based game. So when you sort of Google that, you know, PS4, PS5, um, no strong story game, or um, this one always comes up in the lists, and I'd already had it. I think we got it on Plus, like the first one, I think. Um, so I re-downloaded it, the PS5 version, uh, and started playing it. I did make a start on the PS4 version, but didn't get hardly anything through. So I just started it on the PS5 again from the beginning. Um. Yeah, and the the story is good if you if if you follow the story. I mean, the little brother in it, Hugo, he gets annoying sometimes. You just kind of want him to die sometimes. <laughs> um, but no, you, but the story is no, the story is good. Um, and the gameplay is pretty good. The the, the rats, um, how they've done that and how that works is pretty good. Um, so, and it kind of you've got puzzles to keep you interested along the way so it's not just you know, get to the end or there's no real you can get attacked you can obviously die from enemies and soldiers and stuff like that but you can't really fight back so the idea is that your all of your fighting is done from a distance and if they obviously get too close you're you're pretty much just dead straight away there's no point trying to fight where you can't really you can't punch or anything um, so all of your attacks are done from like, using your slingshot or anything like that. Um, and yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, completed the game and then played through a little bit, sort of through the chapter select to get some of the last collectibles. And to note to anyone that's thinking of playing it, there's there's a couple of trophies for fully upgrading your sling uh, and fully upgrading your equipment, is what they call it. Um, now, to be able to do that, you have to collect stuff around the levels, sort of, sort of pick up some stuff that you can then upgrade your weapons. However, there is a glitch that you can use um, that allows you to 
upgrade your weapon without collecting all the stuff to do it. It's it's a really obscure one. So if you're interested and you want me to send you a link on how to do it, no, that's fine. I can do that because you have to kind of start a certain chapter. You have to hold down the touchpad while it start while it loads up that, and then you hold R1, and then you it's all a bit weird. But basically, the the game thinks that you're crafting materials, but what it's actually doing is unlocking your upgrades. It's very weird. I don't know how someone found it, but they did anyway. It saves a lot of time of playing back through uh, some of the chapters to try and pick up some of the uh, parts that allow you to upgrade. So anyway, I've done all of that, and I have the Platinum. So I have a Ding, please, D-Sonics. Ding! And I've also downloaded and making a start on the second one, <laughs> A Plague Tale <laughs> Requiem. Um, I say I started, I haven't started. I loaded it up just to kind of see... Uh, if it's much the same, but it's just basically in the introduction part, so it doesn't really count at the moment. Uh, and that's it. That's all I played. Well, okay. Uh, that's still a lot more than I have, so I'll go next. I mean, there's only four games, so I just spoke for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to speak a lot less, and I've uh, played three games. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, hold on. I might have played four or three count Battlefield. Let me have a look. Uh, no, three games. <laughs> so uh battlefield as ever um plowing tons of time into that for no real reason i did start a battlefield group none of us have played together yet so that's awesome um i uh, so on the ea whatever the subscription service is that i keep paying my monthly fee to because i keep forgetting to cancel it um F1 2022 dropped and the F1 series has just started back up. So um, I downloaded that and played a bit of that. Uh, much the same as any of the F1 games. I mean, it looks great and everything. Um, but yeah. Um, and then the only other game that I've played, and I think I only played about half an hour of it, but um, I, it went into the sale. It wasn't, um, well, it was about 18 quid instead of 30, I think. But um I picked up Goat Simulator 3. Um, <laughs> I, I literally haven't played much. I'm still in the opening area that you start in. Um, I am beyond the uh, trailer ride. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah, no, I've, I bought that um, on a whim because it was in the sale. Um, and I think I got about half an hour, 40 minutes to play it before one of my sons decided to start screaming and I haven't had a chance to go back to it yet. But uh, I'm looking forward to getting right into that because some of the clips that I saw, saw before I bought it on um, TikTok and and some of the sort of like Easter eggs just look so funny and so much fun. Um, but yeah, I, so I now have Goat Simulator Three. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. You know, it's very in vain for them to to do this where they've skipped number two. Um, but I don't know how I feel about not having a, 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 the second game. <laughs> it's a weird one. But yeah, uh, but that that that's it. So, uh, Bod. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I mean, up until Saturday, I'd pretty much only played one game. Um, and that was Cheer. Um, as Dysonic said, it was free on Extra, a uh, brand new game. Um, it's supposedly based um, on the island of New Caledonia. 
which is off the coast of Australia. I had to Google that. Yeah, I did. Um. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's cartoony. It looks like a uh, like a children's game, but it, I mean, it definitely isn't. <laughs> um, I mean, there is some stuff happens later on that's quite dark. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the gameplay is fairly solid. Um, it's fairly sort of laid back. There's not a great deal of combat, although you have to. Um, try and rescue uh, her father who's been kidnapped. Um, a lot of it is just sort of collecting stuff and do, sort of doing uh, sort of missions um, to sort of to more sort of sabotage the uh, the bad guys. Um, so they have like these big factories that they've built, and uh, you end up sort of climbing up them and trying to destroy like these uh power stations which are <clears throat> sort of powering up his big sort of factory um but i mean the bad guy is <laughs> very odd um the bad guy basically eats children um and uses them to sort of gain more power um and it's all a bit strange um but yeah so so there's um the the boat that you can sail from one island to the other um there's also like a parachute so you can sort of jump off buildings and use your parachute to sort of drop down and sort of float over the uh the ground um <clears throat> and then yeah as Dishonored said you can climb literally anything like spider-man um and the and the world's pretty big. There's a lot of collectibles. There's um, there's chests. There's just collectibles that are um, just like these little figurines that you just pick up. Um, there's pearls in in sort of clamshells under the water. Um, but then there's also um, at a certain point you get like a treasure map, uh, which you use to find hidden treasure chests. Um, there's about Seven, 17 of those i think um but one map will lead you to one and then when you open that one you'll get another map which will lead you to the next one so that's uh, another thing they're not shown on the main map so those you have to actually search for um i think the first few i found fairly easily and then after a while i started having to watch a video to find out where they were um and then there's these camps where these enemies are where they're kind of they're kind of like carpets <laughs> that are possessed um but they're very easy to kill um so you spend most of your time just sort of traveling around collecting stuff um i mean i tried to collect as much as i could along the way um while doing the missions as well um uh, but yeah i mean it it was all right um there's quite a lot to do um but it's all uh, fairly decent i mean it works quite well there's a few mini games as well um there's some challenges like races and uh, sort of shooting ranges that you use your catapult um some of those were a little bit annoying because um, you've got to get a certain score to beat them. Um, and to get the Platinum, you have to get 100% uh, 
um, in the whole game. That's finding everything, all the collectibles. Um, but then there's all these animals as well that you need to. Uh, once you once you find them, they go into the journal. Uh, <clears throat> so there's a hell of a lot to sort of get. Um, but I did, uh, and I got the platinum trophy. So uh, a ding, please, Don. Uh, ding. Uh, so, because so yeah, this game sort of has piqued my interest in that, obviously it's free for anyone that's on the subscription anyway, but it is based on the mythology of that island, yeah? Um, yeah, from what I Loose, gather. Loosely, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very loosely. Cause, yeah, cause... I, mean, I, could, I, I like those sort of games because there was the um, the Arctic one, wasn't there, um, a few years ago? I can't remember the name of it. Um, the one with the fox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like I like those sort of ones where you learn a bit about the sort of mythology of, of different cultures. So, yeah, I might have to get into that. I might not go for the platinum because it sounds a bit grindy finding all the flexibles. Yeah, like Bob said. Get to. <laughs> yeah, they're on the map, like the majority of them, other than treasure chests, which I didn't know about. But most of them are on the map, so you can just put a marker down and just go to it. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, so there is a lot of traveling around. Um, there is kind of a fast travel, but you can only fast travel to docks, and there's only about 10 of them dotted around the map. Um, so you can sort of fast travel there, but then you then have to walk or travel to the next bit you needed to get to. Um, uh, but yeah, that was the other thing I kind of forgot to mention is is the sort of possessing. Um, so her power, she you can possess pretty much anything. Um, some of it's totally useless, so you can like possess like garbage cans and stuff, which is <laughs> totally irrelevant. Um, but you can possess any of the animals as well. Um, so if you want to get across the map, possess a bird and then fly over from one side to the other. The only but, uh, but caveat, sorry, but not an ostrich. Uh, no, there's no ostriches. There's there's deer and there's boars and dogs and cats and <laughs> birds. <laughs> um, the caveat to that is that she has a limited amount of sort of power to do that. So after a while, you will run out of power and you'll, you'll have to you know come out of them. Um, it will recharge again, so it's not that big a deal. Um, but yeah, if you're going from one side of the map to the other, you you'll probably have to cut that up into sections. <laughs> um, but yeah, but where there's so many collectibles, a lot of it you can just get, sort of get on the way as you're going from one sort of mission to the next. There'll be about probably about ten to fifteen collectibles on the way there anyway. So you just pick up a lot of them as you go in. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, for a free game, it, it's all right. Uh, as Dysonic said, pay for it, possibly not. Um, but yeah, as a, as a free one that they get on plus, yeah, it was decent. Um, so I know we generally don't talk about cheap, shitty games, uh, <laughs> with easy plats, uh, but I will mention these only as a public service announcement. Um, anyone that sort of uh, follows or subscribes to Bad Driver on YouTube and his videos 
where he will tell you all the easy platinums and show you how to do them. Um, he posted a video pointing out that there's three very, very cheap ones in the sale that's on at the moment. Um, in America, they were nine cents. Um, here they are 7p. Uh, so there's a game co called Hako San, a game called Marcy's Adventures, and another one called Learn Hiragana. Um, and they were all 7p each, uh, and they're all very easy plats. I'd already filmed one of them. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I won't mention any more of that. Um, I went back and played uh, Overcooked All You Can Eat. Um, this was on Plus a while ago. Um, I played it, a lot of it, with a mate when it first uh, became available. Uh, and we did, we did most of it together. Uh, played through a lot of it, completed it. Um, but there were a few trophies that we, at the time, we didn't think we could get because it was a lot of, sort of four-player, uh, or trophies that required four players, uh, and we didn't really know anyone else who was playing it. Um, so that sort of got put to one side. Um, I don't know what sort of made us look at it again, um, but we realised that some of the trophies you could actually get um, by using two controllers. Uh, so, I mean, you can play it all on your own, but you can also play two, uh, you can play up to four players, um, local and uh, online. Um, and the online, as I say, we didn't really know enough people to uh, to play them. Um, and poss possibly we only had sort of one controller each at the time, but we've since had more controllers. Um, but you can split the controller into two. So, I mean, if you had four people, one person would be using one half of the controller, one person would be using the other half. Um, but you can sort of do it on your own where you're controlling two characters with one controller. Um, yeah, but this was basically so we just went back in and managed to get all these four player trophies. Uh, so I've got the platinum on that as well. So a ding, please, Zonal. Ding. And I caved and I bought Resident Evil 4. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it only came the other day, uh, so I haven't played loads of it. Um, so I'm fairly early on. Um, I think I'm on Chapter 3. Uh, so not, far, not too far through it, but, I mean, it looks amazing. Um, it's very recognisable as being Resi 4. If you've played it, if you played the original, you'll recognise it straight away. Um, but obviously they've... They, I mean, they've remade it from scratch, um, but you can you can you can see that it's that it is the same game, but obviously a hell of a lot sort of better. The graphics are you know amazing. Um, the controls work quite well. Uh, I'd say they've upgraded them. Uh, and there's and as I'm playing, I sort of there's there's bits I remember. And there's bits I don't. Um, whether that means they've changed those bits or not, I don't know. I know they. I know they've changed some of the bits. 
Um, I know they've put stuff in and taken stuff out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, at the moment, you can uh, recognize that it is the same game. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's hard. <laughs> uh, and I'm getting too old for hard games. So um, I thought about putting it on the easy setting. I didn't. I put it on standard. So it's not e- it's not easy, medium, and hard anymore. It's assisted, standard, or hardcore. I think. Um, I did put it on standard, uh, and then the bit uh, sort of with the village when you go in and it all kicks off like straight away. That's right at the beginning of the game, and I'm always like, "Ugh, why? Why do they make it? You know, that crazy that early on." <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's that bit where you literally run around and try to survive um, before the bell goes off. Um, I did see a thing um, that you can ring the bell yourself to sort of end that fight early. Um, mm. But it's, I mean, it's in a big tower, sort of quite far away in the distance. It's a difficult uh, shot without a sniper. Yes. Um, and obviously, <laughs> on your first playthrough, you don't have a sniper. Um, I mean, I've I've watched the video. I've seen it done uh, with the pistol. <laughs> but it's like, it's a hell of a shot. And it's like, mm, it's a little bit beyond me at this stage. So I did uh, I did just do it without, without, trying to, without doing that trick. Uh, and it's tense. Uh, but yeah, I got through it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, as I say, I'm fairly early on, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I might get frustrated sooner <laughs> rather than later. <laughs> uh, yeah, so one bit, uh, yeah, there's a few differences I've noticed. So, um, I mean, there's still typewriters <laughs> for saving the game. It does auto save uh, on cer- at certain points, uh, but there's also typewriters for saving it. Um, and then there's, there's no. There's no sort of storage chest as such, um, but you can store items uh, if you've, if you haven't got enough space. So obviously the classic sort of suitcase with the set amount of squares where you've got to organise your inventories is still there. Um, uh, and yeah, you can you can put stuff into storage uh, whenever you like, but you can only get it back out of storage when you're a typewriter. Um, but for some reason, you can only store guns and first aid sprays. Um, so, yeah, so any ammo and stuff, you can't store it. I don't know why they did it like that. That seems a bit of an odd decision to me. Uh, and that annoyed me a little bit. Um, uh, and the knife. Um, so obviously where ammo might be at a premium you might not want to waste too much ammo i was sort of swinging the knife around quite willy-nilly without too much thought um only to find out that uh, they are breakable if you use them too much uh, they've got like a set sort of durability uh and they will break <laughs> which isn't ideal um so you get like a it has a combat knife the whole time if it breaks you can still carry it around and then you can get it repaired at the merchant uh 
and you can pick up like other little knives as well but they don't last very long at all uh yeah so you need to be careful with that as well use the melee uh as often as possible so sort of so you can shoot them in like the face or the leg um it's quite good at sort of them reacting to being shot in certain body parts um so yeah there's a lot of shooting them in the face and then kicking them uh but yeah so far enjoying it as I say, um, it's probably going to get to me at some point because <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. Love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I think that is all I've played. Okay. Uh, that's everyone, huh? Uh, I think so. so. Okay. And then on to some gaming news. Uh, PlayStation VR 2 has not sold very well. Not. That's Zona's fault. He only bought the two. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, apparently there's a another piece of PlayStation hardware to be released um, before the PS5 Pro. Um, but it's all rumours and speculation. Nobody knows what it is, or somebody does, but they're not saying what it is. Uh, that'd be interesting. If that comes to fruition, it could be a Vita 2. Ooh. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Do you think they'll do another <laughs> handheld? I don't know. No. It'll cost less than and lose less than the VR2, though. Nintendo haven't done a handheld. No, but then they might be looking at something like the Steam Deck and going, well, that's doing okay. Unless they do it like a Steam Deck, we can actually pay PS4, PS5 games on the on the handheld. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I can't actually see them releasing anything other than a PS5 Pro. Slim or Pro, yeah. Yeah. Um, but never know. Um, I don't know. No, I don't know. I. I, I I think that ship is sailed for handhelds for Sony. Uh, I think I, I know what you're saying. Like, because Steam Deck's done pretty well, and um, is it Azus are um, releasing their own version very soon. Yeah. So maybe you know there's potential for that sort of side of it. But I don't know. I don't know how well it would sell though. I mean, unless they partner with someone like Steam, and so therefore you can play PC on it as well. I, I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah. Um. What else we got? Damn, there isn't actually much. Um, Last of Us, uh, Part One on um, PC has not landed very well. Mm. Um, even even since they've. Um, released a patch for it is still not fantastic. I did see that. What is it? Just not running well, or yeah, yeah, yeah graphics tearing and Ooh. some really bad textures and things, and yeah. Um... I don't think there is too much really. 
No, I don't think there's been any announcements or anything. Oh, big announcement. E3 is dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, did see that. Yeah, everyone's pulled out. (laughs) It was inevitable, really, since um, I think Nintendo dropped out of it first and then Sony followed suit. Um, But, yeah. I mean, and that was like years ago. That's not like this year, but um, yeah. But then I guess the way that the way sort of like that sort of stuff's digested by the public is all different nowadays. Anyway, there's no real call for these big expos. Um, That's why, like you know, people like myself are going to like Oktoberfest instead of Eurogamer. So. Oh no, Oktoberfest has been cancelled this year. Hell no. Because <laughs> Sony pulled out. Yeah, yeah. Sony pulled no, out. they'll only cancel it if Don pulls out. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's some DLC for Persona 5 that is usually worth 50 quid, but it, for some reason it's free at the moment. Um, if anyone has Persona 5 and is interested in that sort of thing, I mean, I'm not, but uh, don't even know what it is. You've got it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, if you've got the game and you want free DLC, get on that. Uh, Haven't they just announced that there's a new Street Fighter film on the way? Because they've always done really well. Yeah, but unless it's got Jean-Claude Van Damme and Kylie in it. I'm not interested. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. but I, Do you know what? Actually, I've not actually seen the one that I'm going to talk about, but the latest one, it had the um, the girl from um, Smallville in it. Um, I can't think of her name. Oh, the Chun Lee one. Yeah. She played, yeah. Uh, well, played Lana Lang in, um, in Smallville. The actress in the... Oh, oh not, not the one that got arrested for being in a cult, no? No, no. <laughs> Uh, really not much. No, I'm not finding anything. There was uh, a final um, bit of DLC for Marvel's Avengers for free. Uh, was it War Machine? Hmm. Yeah. I literally got nothing else. Anything else from you guys? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Sweet mailbag then? Yeah. Okay. Sweaty mailbag. Oh, fuck's sake, it's from Crook. <laughs> okay. You promised he hadn't sent an email, goddammit. I did not promise. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah. Next time, please promise. Okay. Whatcha buying? Over here, strangers. Got something that might interest you. I'm not doing the accent. <laughs> <laughs> we, we noticed that. Yeah. 
to be fair, I read the first part and I didn't click until I read the second part. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought I'd email in with my thoughts on Resident Evil 4 remake so far. It's really good. Oh, that's a great email. Cheers, Crook. <laughs> oh, he does go on, unfortunately. Um, I mean, probably better than I was expecting, even after seeing the decent reviews. I'm just over halfway in, clocking about 10 hours so far. The village section comprised mostly of that. Comprised mostly of that, so it looks like the castle and island sections have been streamlined a bit. Not complaining, though, as arguably the village is the best part of the, of the original. It does everything that you would want a remake to do, improves on what it's based on without deviating too much from what made it great. There are many highlights I could mention, but I'm sure the person reading this won't uh, want me to say too much more. Uh, I'll finish by saying, if you played and enjoyed the original, then it is definitely worth checking out at some point. The length of the game and the fact that it will require numerous playthroughs if you want to get anywhere near the Platinum Trophy means you won't regret buying it at a high price. Here's a question for all, for you all, which I'm sure you've had before at some point, but I'll ask it anyway. In an industry dominated by sequels, remasters and remakes, are there still any that you are hoping for? Come back anytime. Was, was that like a note to himself at the bottom there? Yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I certainly didn't pen that. Um, remakes, remakes, remakes. <sighs> Heavenly Sword. Mm-hmm. Pretty much any game on the PS3 that hasn't had a remake because, you know, we can't play them on the PS5. Yeah, Resistance trilogy. Oh, Resistance. The Killzone games on the PS3. Yeah. Um, I was, well, again, I think we said it before, but that um, Enslaved Odyssey to the West. Mm. Yeah. I think they could do that. I think they'd do that justice as well. I, don't, I can't remember. Who is the developer of that? Uh, um, by um, Xbox Now, it's Team Ninja. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. So, yeah, they can't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, how about um, Half-Life 1 and 2? <laughs> well, yeah, of course, but... Eternal Darkness. Oh, that's a good shout. Um, the Darkness. What, the rock band? <laughs> no. <laughs> Mirror's Edge? Mm. Yeah. Only the first one, obviously. It's been done, mate. <laughs> what? It's been done. Did they? Yeah, what, no. was the, what was the second one called? That yeah, that doesn't count as a remake. <laughs> the second one was yeah. shit. Nobody played it. You just want the first one remade. I played it. <laughs> I never played the first one. Well, the first one was much better. Was it though? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. I think I played a demo of the first one and was like, yeah. <laughs> um. Blur and split second. Oh, split second was brilliant. Oh, uh, 
Bridge Racer Unbounded, was it, on the PS3? Where you could smash through the building? Yeah. <gasps> what about um, oh, Driver San Francisco? San Francisco. Driver <laughs> San Fran, of course. Or Driver 76. Yeah, well, the, 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 your problem with San Francisco is it, you can't, you couldn't make it any better. <laughs> that is true. Oh, fear, fear. They they should because I went back and played fear um, on the back catalogue, and it didn't hold up that great. I mean, still a first person shooter. It felt okay, but it could do with a bit of love. Um, I think we've said enough, haven't we? Yeah, they've they've basically remastered everything that I can think of. <laughs> yeah, because I I always tried to think past the PlayStation Three at least. And you think like Resident Evil, oh, Dino Crisis? I'd like that remastered. Dino Crisis. Uh, we, the... We've done Resident Evil. Let's have the dinosaur one back. The the original uh, Burnout games. Yeah. Okay. We're done. Yeah, it's get, we're getting thin with answers on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we can start naming games that have only been out for a few months. Yeah. Yeah, I think they should remake Resident Evil 4. They should, they should remake <laughs> the remake of the remake. <laughs> yeah. So, last so, last, yeah. So speaking of, and, and not gaming news in the, in the slightest, but you may have seen in the news, they're doing a live-action version of Moana. <laughs> yeah. I mean... How, how long's that been out? Like the original? It came out, so it's only been out seven years this year. Yeah, but so, they've got to get The Rock... In his prime, if they wait too well, long, you'd yeah. be fucking dead. Well, he is playing Maui again, but uh, exactly. I just, I'm not 100 percent sure how I feel about it because I'm like, Moana is a great film; it doesn't need updating or anything. One of the few I've not watched. Oh, it's definitely worth a watch. And yeah, one one of the Disney films that I feel is uh, underrated because nobody ever seems to mention it is uh, Brave. Love Brave. I love Brave. She's funny in that. Merida. Uh, okay. Uh, next email from C Gamer. Uh, no subject. Uh, can I get some dings for Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two? Uh, Bod. Ding. Chia, D Sonics. And Pinball Heroes, Don. Ding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, got your dings. Um, okay. No more emails, but um, yeah, get your emails in for the next show though. Uh, mailbag at tpsukpodcast.com. The trophy count. Uh, um. The Sonics at the top, me second, Bod third, Zonal fourth. Okay. In 
last place is Don. Oh. With... You guys are so shit that you're not... Oh, <laughs> to be fair, Bob did mention three, so yeah. yeah. You got 55 trophies. It's funny enough, it's what you got on the last episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you could do the same for the next episode, that'd be great. Okay. Okay. Uh, third place is myself with fifty-seven trophies. Second place is Bod with one hundred and eleven trophies. And Desonic's at the top with two hundred and ninety-three. Very good. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Um. The community trophy count then. Yes. Uh, this week's uh, honourable mentions are as follows: uh, Swift Gamer, Major Bedlam, Grubski, Zoolander, Brain Crush, Riff, The Turkish Wife, and Birdie. Who we've recently just seen back on Destiny 2. <laughs> um, in 24th place this week, uh, Youngie, Butters, and Shane Lizard with one trophy. 23rd place is uh, Angry and Sazati with three trophies. 22nd is Rolf Walls with four. 21st is Ikemodo and Sweeney with five. 20th is Nismo and Stairhopper with seven. 19th is Samuk and Chasmundo with 8. 18th is Waterfields with 10. 17th is Dodge and In Control James with 11. 16th is Qvis with 12. 15th is Suck69 with 13. 14th is Tron with 17. 13th is Manticler and Peewee with 20. 12th is Squid Monkey with 22. Uh, 11th is BLH and Tiddlers with 23. 10th is Datsun Des with 33. 9th is Gaz Davis with 36. 8th is Hypnotoad with 37. 7th place is Andy Noplatz with 42. 6th is Bricks on Toast with 52. 5th place is Ballistic Virus with 53. 4th place is Murray with 72. Third place is Crook with 93. Second place is C Gamer with 129. And first place is Cheesesteak Phil with 188. Quite low numbers again, really, yeah. I think. Everyone's <laughs> a bit of a lull of gaming. I really thought the numbers would pick up when this new Plus come out. All the free games people, people could play. Yeah. Although I still think it's a little bit confusing of what you got and where you get it. And yeah. <laughs> I still think the store's not great at showing you what you get with your Plus subscription. No, I found you actually... I find it better if I actually go on the Plus at the end, past the yeah. store. Yeah, I just think they could do a better job of showing you what you're actually getting. Hmm. So I think if I ever go try and go back and play anything that's in the back catalogue, it takes me a good 10 minutes to actually find out where it is and then look through the, the games. And you can't really search through the list of games without searching the whole store. But well, I don't want to search through the whole store. I just want to look in the back, the back catalogue. 
So and one one thing I wish they would do with the store is stuff that you can pre-order is coming soon. Give it its own section. Yeah. Because I'm sick of going to what's new out and just the first five or six rows being stuff that's available for pre-order or is not out yet, but is coming soon. I'm like, I don't need to see that. Because yeah. sometimes one that is out will appear in the middle of it and I'll completely miss it. It's weird. I don't know why they've done it that way. Yeah, I, I definitely could do better with the store. Because they, they have a whole section before you get to that bit at the bottom of a line that says pre-orders. I don't need it to be in the fucking what's in the new bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Okay. We're actually, you know, we're actually done. It's like three minutes past ten. This is what happens when Cook's not here. I know, right? If he wants a short show because he wants to get off, just don't yeah. be on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. He's probably in bed right now. He's probably having a lovely early night. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, Legoland would have tired him out, wouldn't he? Like walking him. around the building. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, right. Um, so we do the show live on Twitch. So if you do want to listen live, twitch.tv slash tpsuk. Um, you can also subscribe to us on there so you'll get notification when we go live on Twitter at TPSUK Facebook if you do a search for TPSUK you'll find a page in a group uh, we are on Telegram if you want to join that group we just post so gaming news and trophy guides just random stuff really gaming related sometimes not gaming related but that's fine but if you want to join that um, there is links on Twitter and Facebook, um, but if you can't find them, then just hit one of us up, and we'll send you an invite to join. Um, that is also where Crook does his rarity trophy count. So if you want to be part of that, you need to join the Telegram group as well. So do that, um, and then emails for the next show: mailbag at tpsukpodcast.com. Next show. Not sure when that's going to happen yet, actually, because I can't do the next one. So we need to discuss that one. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, if you have been listening live, thank you very much. And if you download and listen, thank you very much. I've been Zona Ripper. I've been Here Comes Bod. I've been D Sonics. I've been the Big Don. Peace out. <laughs>